Hey there, this is Emily. And this is Rosa. Welcome to the Unchecked Podcast. We are two women from two different countries who will talk about living life in their late 20s. Hey everyone, welcome back to episode two. In today's episode, we're going to talk about women and femme friendships. Um, what does a friend mean to us? Different types of friendships that we've had in the past and different stories. And then also maintaining friendships while we're in another city or country. So Rosa, what does a friend mean to you? Like a friend means so many things. I think it's, but I think the, the biggest thing for me is kind of like your chosen family. Um, I have traveled a lot and I have lived many places. And I think kind of sometimes, obviously, when you move out of home, for example, first, my family moved from Peru to Miami and the people there that kind of gave us, uh, that welcomed us there, were kind of our family there. And then when I moved to New York, you guys were like kind of like my family. We were family. I mean, we did Thanksgiving together. Shout out to Wanji, who took me home uh, for that Korean Thanksgiving goodness. It was amazing. I never ate so many good food. It was it was great. And so you have so many memories with these people. You kind of build life together. Uh, you is someone that is there uh, to give you a shoulder to cry on and also be there to tell you, you know, uh, you're being kind of an asshole now. Kind of a real friend speaks to you honestly. And it's not only you give, but you also take. It's, uh, this, because I think that there's a lot of times that you kind of end up with people that just take from you. That's not a friendship. I think a friendship is mostly uh, is, is something that is give and take. And then there's times that maybe your friend is having a problem for like maybe a couple months but it's not always going to be equitative it's not always going to be the same but at the end of the day after years together it come of sort of balance it out right yes that's what i think a friendship is it's like a family that you chose that's so beautiful i feel like when you said that i literally started tearing up because that really is what friendship is to me too I think when we were younger and we first started school, you know, the idea of, oh, I need to get a friend so that I can talk to them, right? Or that they have to like me. Um, And then I guess you just realize when you grow older that a friend should just see you as who you are and not what you want to show to other people. I feel like true friends, like sometimes like when you interact with certain groups, right, whether it's at work in different social circles there's like a certain version of yourself that you might show and I think a true friend knows like who is that true person that's inside of Emily and also like how can they support one another you know and I think like a true friend is someone that honestly just genuinely cares about you and sometimes can be selfish right but you just have to like work things out and that's really interesting that you say that because I I think we're speaking about having different types of friendships, right? Maybe a work, a party, lifelong. And for example, I think that there's people that maybe don't give you to the, they don't 
they don't uh, get with you. They don't arrive at the same time with you to the promised land per se. They don't, but just they're there just for the journey. But they still leave a really big footprint, and you sometimes you kind of outgrow them. And you kind of still kind of check their Instagram from time to time and wish them well and send them good vibes. But you know now that you're on different, you know, different journeys and you're doing different things, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, to your point, I think there are friends that are, I guess, like, a, there's acquaintances, right? Where people yeah, you just, true. like, say hi to and maybe you hang out in bigger groups. But they're not necessarily thing, people that you would actually, like, want to spend one-on-one time with, to be honest. And then I think a step above that is like, you know, friends that you'll have in your social circles that you're okay having one-on-one conversations with, but more of like, you'll see them maybe one or two times a month, right? And usually it's in larger circles. So that friend is a friend that you just love to have fun with, you know, sometimes catch up and see how their lives are. And I think the last really step is like true friends, right? Friends that you literally are having a stomach at like 2 a.m. in the morning and you need someone to talk to because you're literally dying in your toilet. <laughs> you know who that friend is, right? And you'll call them and, be, and you'll be like, hey, I need medicine. Or like, hey, can you just talk to me for a second? Like literally, I'm like dying right now. I think the amount of friends you have in different circles just diminishes once you go kind of like higher up in that pyramid, right? Like I can confidently say I have like two or three like true friends that I know that like I can call up in the middle of the night and can like help me if that I, I need to. And I think, you know, a lot of people also think about in terms of popularity, right? Like some people love having a lot of friends, right? But unfortunately, sometimes that means they're not really close to any of them. Some people just have a select few of friends and they know that they're like their true rider dies. So I would say, yeah, those are my like main three, like acquaintances, friends who party and like true friends. You know, just to say about, you know, it's interesting because now we're kind of getting into wedding season and like, I mean, everybody's getting married. I mean, it's interesting because I already went through everybody's getting married because I'm from Miami. So it was a everybody's getting married at 26. And now because of my New York friends, it's like everybody's getting married at 29, 30, 31, you know, because yep. I feel like people party a little bit longer in New York. Um, but um, I see that there's a, a there's people that like have so many friends, but they're never like a bridesmaid, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like you were always you're there, like you're the party, you know. And I think that sometimes, especially here in Paris, I fall into that because I am Latinx, and I mean I do get a turn up, you know, but I don't. Because of the language barrier, I don't, and also because I just like already have so many other friendships um, that are hard to maintain. I don't, sometimes I just like are there for the party and then leave, right? So for example, like for me, I always had like really intense friendships. Like all of my life, I had like one best friend that I would like talk to them for like five hours a day like it was insane right. like literally like I would stop like I would it, it, it was always like this uh in uh, like in elementary school I went to an girl Catholic school so I had like one best friend I had two best friends actually and then in middle school I had one friend and like it was crazy because back in the dial-up times like my brother would get so mad at me because I would be on the phone with my best friend for hours after school like for no reason I don't even fucking know what we said I, and then yeah. And then in high school, it was the same. Like, 
I had like still like one, I've had a group of really close friends, but each of us had like our own best friend within this group, you know? Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, when I was in college, I have like my best friend even for now, like Shinrei and like, we live together and like we hang out together and it got to the point that like even for my birthday I didn't even want to do anything as long as my ex-boyfriend my boyfriend at the time and her were there I didn't care you know because like doing so much social shit it was getting boring so I just like oh as long as I have like my ride or die I just like could go with her anywhere I didn't care about other people so I've always been very intense like that but now that I'm getting older like I think that I I do have acquaintances now. I have people from my my book club and people from the philosophy club that I talk to in a sort of regular basis. Then I have people that are like are really close friends who I like make sure I catch up. And then I have like my best friend. Like I mean, for example, like life happens. Like my best friend is a freaking mother now, and like she has a priority, which is her child, obviously, and she has a thousand other things to do. So obviously, she doesn't have time for me to rant about stupid shit that like you know. And I totally understand that, but like it's kind of like when I go like visit her, it's like it never like it was you know like he never our relationship never stopped it's like time hasn't changed and you guys are just picking up from a conversation you had like five years ago exactly like it's just yeah. it's just like that and like also i can say that about my friends like markelia and vanessa from high school that like even though like when when i was back in the states i went to see them in atlanta and we were like there for a day and a half like having fun and like reminiscing about high school and it was so much fun you know and there's other people that you can just pick and go you don't have to talk to them forever, like every day. But I will say that I have, that I think the hardest thing is like for someone like me that has moved around a lot is to keep up with friendships when you're so far away. Like I think, for example, for me to do this podcast, I get a lot out of it. But one of the reasons is to keep in touch with you, you know, it's kind of like, uh, well, this girl has to call me now because we have to do this podcast, you know? It's like an extra, like, incentive. And I think yeah. I really try to, go to like, you know, take care of my friendships and, like, you know, water those gardens, per se. But it's yeah. so time-consuming, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like sometimes because I'm very introverted, I love the, having friends from, like, afar in a way because I can you know, record myself in one of my rants and then send it to you and some other people and then you guys reply to me. But it's at your convenience and it's at my convenience, you know? When things are sometimes too much in real life, it's just like, I I sometimes, like, I have so many things to do, like, I get overwhelmed. So that's why I love that we have all this technology now. And, yeah, I think that there there's so many different types of friendship but i think that as long as you get out what you put in and you're happy then yeah i feel like that i feel like that's awesome that you found like the types of friendships that really work for you right like i i know that when we hang out through this podcast we talk a lot too but you always send like memes or like instagram chats and i'm pretty sure you said it's like 50 other people but it's just another way for you to like stay connected through social media which i think is great um I think for me, when I think about like my core friends, usually, I mean, it's mostly people from my high school. And so I've known them for 15, 10, 15 plus years. You know, I have uh, four to five uh, friends that are like in that category. And 
you know, there's one or two that like I constantly to keep in touch with, but oftentimes maybe a few times a year we were like all come together. And typically like I'm the person that like is close with each one of them. And then like they, everyone comes together. So it's just really funny because then one of my friends are really would, would be like, Hey, I haven't seen Famiya in a while. Like, I hope like we can hang out soon. And I'm like, you guys know you could, you know, make something happen between you two, right? Like, I don't need to be the person doing everything. Um, and then also have friends that are in my like college group. And so recently we went to Acadia a few weeks ago and it was just great. They're all back up in Boston. Some of us are in California, but I think we really try to make it so that we really see each other at least once or twice a year at a, like a common location, right? So okay, this year, I think it's Hawaii next year for Cassie's wedding, which is awesome. But like college friends, I've known them for at least eight to 10 years too. And I think what's really important is that if you really want to make sure and care about these people, you'll definitely find a way to reach out. And think. I think for me, I'm always someone that like, is willing to plan things or reach out to them be like hey how are you doing you know when they're going through something that they might post on facebook or instagram like hey just checking in i hope you're okay and i think it's just really those little things that can like keep friendships going um yeah so just like my little two cents on that i think it's just like friendship is so great because also i'm an only child so for me, honestly, like friends, friends are my family, you know, and mm-hmm. you're like chosen family. Like I literally grew up being by myself and I'm, yeah, choosing you to be my like friendship life partners that like when we're like 80 years old, we'll just like be in a senior home together and just live our lives. Bro, did you see that, that, that article about like seven friends, like Chinese friends that bought a house, a house. together? Yes, That's I totally want to be like me. that. After my second husband dies in a accident that I don't even know how it happened, but I totally got all the money. Right, right. Not, yeah, of course. I'm so totally watching true today. crime for a reason. No, I'm just kidding. But I, I, it would be like great to do that, you know? I think especially as long as everybody has their room and we have like a big mansion, it will be lit. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think two weeks ago when we were up in Acadia, we were talking about getting like a lake house somewhere in in the states and i'm like sure as i mean as long as it doesn't go underwater by then you know one of my co-workers actually bought a huge uh chateau like a castle up state like in up i was gonna say after new york what the hell um <laughs> like up up north in a uh, normandy area like north of france yeah how and much was that? i don't know but it wasn't that expensive because like those places are like kind of like you have to spend a lot of money in uh, repairing it so they're not mm. they don't sell that expensive but he bought it with like 12 friends and during and he bought it right before covid and so they all moved there like the friends and like the significant others and it's like a huge it's just a chateau like it's like a huge ass like like think of bridgerton oh my god yeah you're like separate apartments basically yeah and then they even had like little like cottages like outside for like supposedly the help back in the day you know yeah and they have horses too on the property so they all lived there for like all of the five weeks the fucking macron had us confined but i mean no shade because you know it was necessary but still like it's so cool like they they had that 
And I think it's so cool that to like, you know, I mean, we all know that we're millennials and we're most likely never going to buy anything. So might, might as well buy it with other people, you know, confine forces. <laughs> Rosa, you're getting your apartment. What are you talking about? But I guess I you're getting with your partner. So exactly. It's, like, it's a combination of forces. But on another note, like getting more like introspective, how do you think people see you? Like, what is, do you think is like the first perception of people like that they have with you as a friend or as a potential yeah. friend? Yeah. So like first impressions of me as an individual versus like once you get to know me, how I actually am. Yeah. You know how people are like, oh, I thought you were a total bitch or, oh my God, you were, I, I thought you were such a sweetheart, but actually you're kind of spicy. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. I've heard from other people um, that usually when I first I come off as like very extroverted, like want to make friends with everyone, just like like to start conversations and typically very funny. <laughs> and then after a while, I think you'll they'll get to realize I'm pretty introverted. Like, I think I'm very extroverted in like groups of people that I, I know and I'm close with. But if it's like a larger people and they're all extroverts, I just like I don't have the mental energy to like interact with folks. Um, I don't know. I think I guess like one thing too. I've heard this is back in college, and I think my personality has changed a little bit since then. But a lot of people thought I was from California. Like I was just very like chill. I'm just like chill, and also like yeah, like let's hang out. Like just really open. And that's not typically a thing you can see from a New Yorker because they're like colder or like don't give a shit kind of attitude. Um, so I've heard that a lot from people. How about you? I think it also like that, that the people think I'm more extroverted than I actually am. It's usually because in social settings, I'm drinking alcohol and that really helps <laughs> for me to be, a, <laughs> to be like a lot more extroverted than I actually am. Because sometimes I really need that extra, you know, kick because it's not, I'm just like... <sighs> society is very daunting task but anyway uh <laughs> besides that i mean honestly i don't think people think oh rosa you, i thought that you were so mean but now you're nice because i am mean like let's be honest yeah. like I'm, i'm not like i'm not a nice person i don't have a filter but it's also like i don't go out of my way to like mm -hmm. i mean if it's someone in the subway that needs help or something that's like for me it's not being nice it's just being a decent human being you know yeah like so like decent things of course i will do you know like that's literally like i mean for also like the bar of humanity is in like literally fucking like hades you know so like it's in fucking hell so but decent things for other people i would do but some like i won't I won't go that extra mile for just anybody. And once I don't like you, I don't like you forever. Like, which is something Damn. that's really bad. I'm not very flexible in my opinions. And I think my face is very expressive. So people really know how I feel. And yeah, like, I mean, I think that people really think like, wow, Rosa has a very hard personality to deal with. And he's true. <laughs> I guess I've never been on like the other end of like if you hate like I, I don't did you tell me this you know this there's this one individual that you hang out with and you don't necessarily like that person but yet you still put on a friendly face so like I guess if you don't like someone do you actually visibly like do, do, do they know or is it more of like you keep it to yourself I mean the thing is this like 
it just depends. But mm-hmm. I mean, I do try to challenge them as much as I possibly could. So yeah. because you know I I am very chaotic energy, you know. So I mean I don't want to say anything too much because I don't want to like open Pandora's box and also because like a lot of the things that like my friends and I talk about is very political. So that's also like another mm-hmm. can of worms that I don't want to like you know address over the surface when it was like very nuanced topics that we talked about for hours. Right. So, because that's what pe- people do in Paris, you know, sit there in cafes and talk about politics for hours. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, I mean, I think that's it. Like, I think I'm more critical of that person when I, because when you do something that I think is disrespectful, I just, I just like, I, my boundary is like, okay, well, here's disrespectful. That's it. But on a serious note, we met each other and we're friends. So, I would say, like, my first impression of you was what you said, like, that you were very extroverted. I never really thought that you were introverted, but that's also because, like you said, we've always been together in a very, like, social setting, yes. you know? Oftentimes very drunk. Yeah, very drunk, and also, like, with all of our friends, so it's never been, exactly. like, you know, uncomfortable. Also, mm-hmm. like, I love the fact that, like, you just go with things. Like, you're, you're so chill, like you said, because it's like, remember when we were like, okay, Tommy's gonna be our best friend, and we made it happen? Like, yes. you know what I mean? Like, there's the things, like, you, I, I have this, like, I know that I'm not for everybody, but sometimes when I meet people, and I'm like, I know we're gonna be best friends, and it happens, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I'm just very flexible. I mean, I think the one thing people realize, though, is that even though I'm chill, I'm sometimes not chill. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm very much a planner. Like, I want to get things done. And saying, I think you realize that. Like, yeah, I'm type A. And you, I guess you just realize it if you ever worked with me or if you've ever seen me plan things, like events and stuff, that that's just how I am. Yeah, but that's more serious. I feel like, yeah. I mean, in serious, you win the game. Even in my seriousness, I'm still, like, a chaotic mess. Like, I try to keep it together but I still like I don't even know <laughs> half the time like I ask your son like what are we doing tomorrow like I don't even know <laughs> <laughs> I so like back to you I think my first perception of you same like wow super extroverted so many friends so popular and then like I mean you're still like that but I also think like you have a very serious like political side to yourself I think you're like very passionate about things you do which I think is awesome and drives me to like also think that way um yeah and also you're like I mean I also didn't know you were bullying back in the day so that's also nothing I learned remember when you were Regina George (laughs) (laughs) people do different things back in the day you know exactly and on that note like do you think like you do you had aspire or toxic relationships or were you ever that toxic friend Ooh, okay. Um, I honestly don't think I was that toxic friend. I don't, I don't, I've never had anyone come up to me and say anything to me, first of all. Um, so no, I don't think so. But I've had one toxic friend that I remember. So typically, like, back when you're younger, honestly, like, I have really shitty memories. So, like, I really don't remember people from when I was younger. But I would say, like, in high school and college until now, I've actually had really good friends. And I think I know how to, like, set my boundaries with people. However, I remember the first year of middle school, I had this quote-unquote friend when I realized she was basically gaslighting me the entire time. 
always you know all those people that like make you feel bad for doing something that you haven't even done and it's actually their fault she made me feel like that all the time she made me like always question whether or not i did something right and then i end up like we end up in a group project together i end up picking up all the work like she's just, just like a very toxic person i mean i don't know what she's doing now i think she's just like living her life which is great for her but it's just kind of crazy how sometimes people could get in those situations where you literally are blindsided by this other person that's trying to take advantage of you. And I think that's really scary and kind of sucks. You know, I feel bad for people that are like in those really toxic friendships. And they don't even realize it. Like I didn't realize it until like after two years that I was in that type of friendship with her. And then like I definitely I immediately broke it off after I realized. Wow. Like, I mean, like, the craziest thing is that, like, people, like, go, like, for months, like, years, you know, like, in toxic friendships. Yeah. I would say that I've been, like, the toxic friend, and I, um, and I had toxic friends, a little bit of both, um, for, about the, being a toxic friend. So, when I was in college, I actually, like, I was kind of fucking mean, and I remember, like, I, I messaged... that was high school. That's college, too. Tell someone, like, about something about their weight, which is really bad. And it's something that I had a really big problem because I am, like, I've been fat phobic. But, like, in a, in, in a, in a serious note, um, I think that we all grow up and we all are, make mistakes, right? And we have to own up for those mistakes. But at the same time, sometimes you cause hurt and... It's okay for the person, even when you reach out and say, okay, I was an asshole, to not forgive you and yeah. move on with their lives. And, like, you can't force them to forgive you. And the only thing you can do is move on and try to be a better person for the next person that, like, you become friends with. And yeah. that really was what I learned. Like, you mm-hmm. can't, like, you can beat up yourself about it forever. Do beat up yourself about it, though, a little bit because you were a fucking asshole. And, but learn from this experience I think a lot of us, um, the reason why you hurt people is because you're hurt, you know, and we internalize things we don't even know, and then we externalize it, right? So, like, in high school, too, like, a lot of people, even nowadays, they were like, oh, you said all these things that were so mean, and I was like, well, because in my high school, it was more like, you better get people before they get you, Mm. kind of thing, I, I mean... And I wanted to, like, show my dominance. I think I read Machiavelli way too early. And, you know, like, he's... And I read it all wrong. And it's kind of like, you better... It's better to be feared than love. And I just took it too seriously. And I was, like, kind of, like, on an ego trip, you know? What did you... Do you mind what did you say? to Like, I don't know. I guess, like, how were you that toxic friend? Or were you that person that I walk in, like judge someone from top to bottom and just say something really mean to them and then like walk away like i think like in high school it was more like we were all like joking at each other you know mm-hmm. like we were all like make your mama jokes or jokes about like people's ethnicity i mean we're all mostly minorities so we'll like joke about each other's like you know like differentness per se mm-hmm. so but i knew like, I've always been, like, because I guess on my Asperger's, I've always been mirroring people. I always mirror people. So mm-hmm. I, I'm really good at knowing, like, where people hurt the most. So I could be really cruel to, like, you know, I would just say the right thing to just get to that person, you know? I put a lot of self-sense of worth and, like, oh, yeah, my family is the best. Like, my littles are the cutest. Like, you know, 
I mean, it's so, I was very plastic per se, which is so yeah. stupid to say because like, I know, especially because of the way I grew up that I'm, I'm more capable, I'm capable of deeper thought and I shouldn't be this shallow, but I think growing up in Miami does something mm. to your brain. So mm. yeah, I mean, it's also, it's not totally Miami's fault. It's also some, some of it my fault because obviously like not everybody that goes up in Miami is like this. So I mean, I think it's because I love altercation. I still do, but I now do a channel that energy in a healthy debate about policy. But before it used to be like, okay, well, I want to argue with you about this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. would like chaotic energy. Like, let me just say the one thing that I know is going to make you pop off. Oh my gosh. I feel like if we were ever see each other in college, we would never be friends. Like, it would never even happen. <laughs> and I think another thing is that, like, the toxic friends that I had is most like they have they're being possessive maybe of my friendship mm. uh, or they're being jealous. I think the, a big issue is that for me, I'm very self-absorbed. So I don't really, I'm like a horse in a race. I don't see on the sides. I just look ahead. So I don't really understand where people are jealous, you know, like I'm truly happy for all of my friends and everything that they have. But I think that a lot of people are jealous but they shouldn't be because they don't really know you that like you know that just because you have this new shiny thing doesn't mean like you don't have other things that are worrying you at the end of the day you can have toxic traits and just not be a toxic person you know what i mean like it could be just part of you that you need to work on yes and keep to and recognize and keep to yourself what change like what was that point where you changed right where you're like oh i am such a toxic friend like I need to recognize that and I'm going to do this. You know, like where did that personality change come into play? I don't even know. I think it was gradual. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy because like I, there's people that know me like before and after, but I wouldn't say it was like a radical change. It was like progressive, small, step by step. I think it has to do a lot with growing up. I yeah. think everybody when they're young, we do say stupid shit. You know, that's why it's so hard nowadays that, like, all these young kids have everything on Facebook and TikTok because we make mistakes. Everybody does. And I'm talking about, like, being mean to other people. Maybe, like, racism, like, come on. Like, when you're 14, you should know better kind of thing. You know, like, obviously, like, uh, you can be reformed and you can change your mind and you can go from it. Maybe your parents were racist, so, like, that's all you're being exposed to. But that's, like, I'm talking about just being mean to other people you know that's what i'm talking about this is to make sure but um but yeah i think it was very gradual and i think it's a lot to do with therapy i was in a better place in my life like just mentally um you know like i said like hurt people hurt people and i wanted to lash out and but it's the thing like People are very good at pretending. So you could think that it is because you have someone like a boyfriend and a lot of friends, that person is having fun. But sometimes like inside they're not, you know. Mm -hmm. So don't judge people by their material things or like what they appear to be because it's not necessarily the the true. I agree. Don't be toxic, but also kind of, like, grow from it. Because I think that, like, a lot of good friends tell you the truth. But I think that there's a lot of people that don't. 
I don't know, like, do you ever had that conversation of someone, like, coming to you about something, like, oh, you did this and it really bothered me? Did that ever happen to you? A few times, but not not a lot. But I think there were, like, there was one example where I know I made a mistake. And, like, so the thing is, I really hate feeling that I'm either indebted to someone or, like, I fucked up. Like, I think, like, when I think that I feel like I fucked up in a friendship or in a conversation or in a relationship, like, I have the most, like, horrible sense of dread ever and i think that really just ties to me as being a people pleaser i just like want everyone to like me um but there was one instance and rosa you know this where like i basically crossed my boundaries with this friend and i knew that like i I basically took advantage of her grace of extending me you know support i'm just gonna say like support just like high level don't want to go into details and she just confronted me i think through messenger on like you know by the way, like I felt this way, just want to make sure you know. And like I felt so bad. And then after that happened, I, I'm just like very cautious of like how I act or like what I say. So like I'm not taking advantage of that grace that she gave me, you know. And I think that's, I think with friendships, you always have to set that boundary too, and you have to recognize it. Um, I think there's other times where I might have just said things. I guess it's just like there's just some things that you should filter, right? And I think I said something that was very unfiltered, and she just came back to me be like hey by the way like I kind of felt offended by what you said I just want to let you know and then we just like had a conversation it's not like I'm one of those people that are like I'm gonna say what I say and I don't care what you think I'm like oh if I offend you I'm so sorry like let's just talk it out and see like where we can find a middle ground I'm cool so I don't really have that many people that say shit about me (laughs) no but I'm saying like I don't I don't know I'm like not I'm like the opposite of yours I'm not controversial right like I want people to make sure they're having fun and they're good and so because of that I don't really like a lot of things that I feel about certain people, I don't obviously just don't I don't say it to them, to their face. But next time in our next episode, Emily's gonna <laughs> just kidding. Emily's forty five minute rant of all the things. Well, hey, one more one more thing though. Like I I do feel like if I have a really close friend that's in a really shitty situation, either with a partner or at work, I'm not gonna like. The thing is, I feel like there's a right way and a wrong way to approach that, yes. right? The wrong way is be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you should know better, right? You should be doing XYZ. That's the wrong way. The right way is like, oh, like, why are you thinking like this, you know? And then just like subtly suggest options for them. And I think that has worked for me very well for my friends because like people sometimes just want to like talk to you and not care about your opinions, right? And like, I, I can recognize that. But... At the same time, it's kind of like Inception. You just like plant ideas in their head and then eventually they'll get it and they'll do what you say. <laughs> this is how I operate. So Bro, yeah. that's so true. Because like, yeah. honestly, I'm kind of like that rebellious person that if you tell me what to do, I won't do it. But then if you make it seem like it was my idea, then I would do it. I know it sounds bad in theory, but at the same time, it's like, if you're using it for the greater good versus like obviously other bad things i think it works for like it works i mean also at the end of the day they came up with it too so it had to be in there you kind of like awaken something inside them right and honestly okay and just to clarify with my audience it's like thinking about doing therapy thinking about doing career jobs right it's not like toxic things i'm mentioning you know there's just subtle ways of mentioning it where then they can start getting that there and dare their head and then you just help expand on that thought it's how i got rosa to do this podcast with me wow 
the truth comes out always. <laughs> I mean, I wish I can be subtle. <laughs> like right. I, 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 I feel like I just say it. I have never like none of my friends have ever like really offended me or have we ever had like an argument about that. I think, and more to segue onto our next topic is like the biggest like hill to die on for me has been like politics and. Mm. And I think I had had like very passionate conversations with you about politics. And sometimes like I can be very accusatory, you know, like, why don't you do more? And I know that's messed up. Like, and I don't say you as you, Emily, but like, you know, whoever I'm talking to, you know, about X, Y, and Z. I think sometimes like I very much like, since I'm exposed to things, I kind of drown in them. And I just like wish I can help out more. And I'm more like, I'm shocked Like, I'm really shocked that people can live in this world and not care, like, not volunteer and not care and not be part of the world that we live in, you know? Like, I don't understand this yuppie culture and, like, like what we say here in France, like, bobo culture of just, like, enjoying things but, like, not feeling responsible for society and the way things are. So I think that a lot of it, my, my, I want to say anger, but like my disdain sometimes for the things that my friends do, it kind of comes from that, you know, like, I want to be here for you, like, because of this happened to you. And I don't want to be like, but there's people dying because there's always people dying. But at the same time, it's like, there's so much more to be grateful for, you know? So that's like my biggest, like, argument with my friends like and I'd also like I think it's also like obviously a big problem like a fraud of mine because I'm very militant so I know that like not everybody carries a cause with them everywhere they go so I understand that like sometimes I need to tone it down I think Rosa it sounds like even from what we talked about before you were like always political politics was a huge part of your discussions with your family and all of that. And honestly, like previous episodes I talked about, like I wasn't political until I started working at the industry I'm in, right? Uh, which is education. And I think it's something that I'm always trying to like learn more about. And I'm trying to have more of those conversations with my friends, but it's, it's very hard when like uh, most people don't really mention it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's something that I can try to bring into conversations, but then it just like dies flat. But also, most of my friends also lean very much to the left. I think sometimes we, we are in echo chambers, and it's good to talk to people that have different perspectives. I mean, I understand that, like, for example, if we're going to go and learn, like, for example, Yuslan and I every Wednesday are trying to learn rock, and, like, we're trying to learn how to dance. And so afterwards, sometimes we go to have a drink and something with his friends. That doesn't mean that every time we're going to talk about politics, you know. That's why, like, mm -hmm. I think, like, channeling all of that was, like, my philosophy club and, like, other activities that I do. So I know, mm -hmm. like, okay, these people are about it. But I just, it's just sometimes when people say things about, I don't even want to make comments because I don't want anybody hearing this to feel like, oh, damn, what I said to Rosa is, like, too much. But it's, like, be cognizant of what you say. You know, because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't want to be like, you know, the police of saying, oh, you shouldn't have said that. But there's a lot of us, like, I think because of the society that we live in, that is, you know, transphobic, homophobic, like so many things, you know. And sometimes, like, you don't really know, like, that you're saying things that hurt people. 
I hear you. It's just like, I think any, all of us and any of us can learn more empathy as individuals. And I think, I think we lack a lot of that sometimes. Yeah. And like, I think like that's the thing about friendships. Like, I think you kind of both teach each other empathy in a way. Like you get something out of that person. I think like every single one of my friends has told me how to be a better person. I think that I have received so much and extremely grateful. Uh, I feel like all of my friends have always pushed me to go higher. Um, I really hope that they have gotten something out of me too. You know, whatever that could be. That's that's what friendships are. Like sometimes they make you uncomfortable. I think mm-hmm. sometimes a friend pushes you to become more uncomfortable in something. And I think you're more willing to receive this information from that person because you're safe. You feel safe in here. I think that if it's not a friend, then who? Exactly. Also, did you know, fun fact, um, I read this online somewhere, that you as an individual are the sum of the five people that are most closest to you. Oh, yes. I think I heard that somewhere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we can end with that. Yes, we can. So think about on your five friends. They are who you are. Thanks, everyone, for listening in. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.